Orange in the Central West, 105.1 Triple M. We're brought to you thanks to Harvey Norman in the Orange Grove Homemaker Centre. We are thrilled to announce that in the studio with me live in person, <laughs> it's the Federal Member for Clare, Andrew G. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, everyone. Great to be back on Triple M live and kicking in the studio. <laughs> Just. All right. <laughs> Flood recovery. Let's talk about that. Let's go out to Marlong now. Now, I had uh, Jamie Jones, the Deputy Mayor, on yesterday. That rail bridge is a consistent persistent issue that needs to be resolved? It's been going on for too long. Molong's had three major storm and flood events in 12 months. I was out with the businesses on a couple of occasions in the last week, and the recovery is very long and very hard. There aren't enough people getting back into the CBDs of places like Molong and Canoundra. And there is one thing the state government can do, and it's fix its own infrastructure, which is causing this flooding. So it's the rail bridge and the flood mitigation work that needs to be done along Molong Creek. It's the highway opposite the swimming pool, uh, Hill Street, like they've built the highway up too high and they've put these traffic island things on the side of the road. And so what it's doing is causing, it's like creating a dam in front of the home. So So the water can get in, well, it gets forced in and then it can't get back out. Yeah, so it's backing up in the drains and running down the highway and all of the other hills around Molong because the drainage system is inadequate because it's Mm. too old, right? And the highway has been built up to such an extent that it's causing it to flood the home. So if the the highway was leveled out properly, the water could flow better and it would ease the flooding. At Canoundra, you've got the rail bridge um, out the back of Gaskell Street on the river flat. So there's an old rail bridge and rail line, state government property, and they haven't done anything about it. It needs to be fixed and sorted. And this is something that can be done very, very easily. I mean, this is causing the flooding. And so, you know, it, it's one thing to go and feel the pain of the communities, but if, if you're in control of these assets, then fix them. I mean, it, I, I, the residents are really angry about it. Then, of course, you've got issues like the home buyback scheme, which is needed for Kabon. So this has been um, announced for the Northern Rivers. It's where the the state government basically comes in and buys back uh, homes on flood hit properties that, that people can apply to have their homes bought back mm. um, if, if they haven't had the, uh, the insurance coverage. And it's been announced for the Northern Rivers, nothing for Caban, right? And so people in places like Ugaura are crying out for this and Molong, they want to be a part of it, but no funding for it for Kabon has been announced, but it has for the Northern Rivers. Now, in terms of the local council, what they need in terms of a bit of help, what about the local government recovery grants? So I'm going into bat for you now, Kabon, because these have been announced for Northern Rivers. These are grants for local councils to help them get back uh, on their feet. Haven't been announced for this area. The community assets program has been announced for the Northern Rivers, hasn't been announced for this area. So there's a whole raft of storm and flood recovery measures, which other areas have got, which we have not got out here. And there's some pretty basic stuff. Like you get in there with a couple of dozers at the back of Gaskell Street in Canandra and you've got your, your rail. This is infrastructure that's not being used anymore. No, it's, it's just like, it's just old, old wrecked rail lines and rail bridges. Get in there with a dozer and clean it up. How hard could that really be? But if you want to come in and you know, make announcements about this and that. How about doing something that will actually make a long-term difference to the community and fix this stuff once and for all? Mm. It's driving people around the twist and it's it's having a huge impact on people's mental health, um, on their properties, 
on their physical health and also just on their financial health as well. Yeah, absolutely. So folks, if you can get out to these smaller communities, please go and support them. Get into the Molong CBD, get into the Canoundra CBD, don't have a burger at the Fat Parcel, but go out at Ugara. But please keep that support coming. And please, if you're a, a builder or a trader and you can spend some time at places like Ugara, this, this is going to take years. We've got a long way to go and we need all the help we can get. Yeah, all right. Okay, mate, uh, the weekend is all but here. Wellington, it's going to go off this weekend <laughs> with the Vintage Fair. Tell us about this. Uh, it's one of Wellington's biggest events. It's run over two days. We've got the street parade. I was going to take my 63 Falcon Ute. Could be a bit warm there. Could <laughs> overheat on the highway. No, the XK goes pretty well, but I've got to go to Mudgee after that. So, yeah, you don't want to be doing too many Ks um, in, the, uh, in the XK, but... Yeah, I just haven't got, I've got to drive through to Mudgee to the show after that. But so that's on tomorrow. Go and go and have a look at the the parade in the morning. And then the vintage fairs on, it officially opens on Sunday. We've got the Mudgee show. And then of course, we've got the, what else have we got, Gilly? Running festival. Running festival. You're going? Yeah, I'm going to run the community mile. Walk or run? <laughs> shuffle. It'll be more a Cliff Young shuffle. Cliff Young. I mean- Hey, just on that Cliff Young. So he was the guy that won that Westfield Marathon, right? Yeah, he ran, he ran from Sydney to Melbourne. Potato farmer. Yeah, potato he, farmer. He yeah. shuffled, and they did a study on his shuffle, and they they worked out that it was the most efficient way of running those ultra marathons. And then he split his prize money up amongst the other competitors. Yeah. What a guy! What a guy! And um, I'd never do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? What would I never do? I'd never run in an ultra marathon. That's what I'd never do. <laughs> I, I would neither. But so I, I am going to adopt the Cliff Young shuffle. Uh, in, well, the one point nine. <laughs> honor of the great man. But I'm trying to get to the point of this. I'm having a lot of trouble because you keep interrupting. But. $35,000 from the previous Australian government is supporting the Orange Mile. So enjoy the festival. Come out and do the community mile with me. And yeah, check the, check the Cliff Young running style. Um, are you doing be... it in gum boots? No, I'm not. He, he, that's he how he trained. It, he did it in gum boots. He was a yeah. bit of a legend though, wasn't he? And then they, they never viewed him as a threat. So what he would do is he would, um, he would just finish late and start early. Yeah. And then before they knew it, he was so far ahead that they couldn't they they couldn't catch him. They didn't take him seriously. So I'm going for that strategy in the Orange Mile. Should be a documentary made about Cliff Young, not necessarily you or this weekend. <laughs> Andrew G's with me, the federal member for Clare. Good to chat as always, mate. Have a great day. Have a great weekend.